there's a sort of magic to music, if you will, that has this ability to create a space where two people from completely different backgrounds and completely different demographics can come together to have something to relate on. And I really think that that unity factor of music is, is literally just pure magic. I mean, what else can you call it? You're listening to Alternative Realities, the podcast where literally anything goes, hosted by myself, Megan Aubrey, and it's only fair to warn you now that this is not your average podcast. Well, hopefully you're not an average person. I mean, you did tune into something called Alternative Realities. Welcome, my friends, to the space where we're free to talk about anything and everything that moves us along this twisted journey we call life. I want to start the series off with a little bit of an introduction or a vibe check, if you will, so you guys can get to know me a little bit better before we start to embark on this journey together. I truly, truly, truly do appreciate you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and giving my thoughts a listen. I'm currently exploring a number of different ways to express myself and express my creativity, so I'd really appreciate it if you guys would hold maybe just a little bit of extra patience in your hearts for me as I go through this process of truly finding my voice while simultaneously figuring out how I can best serve you as a listener and a new friend. I honestly thought that TikTok was going to be the end all be all for me to really like get myself out there or put myself out there for the world to see and hear. But it was really, really quick that I noticed the amount of effort I was putting in to make my videos look a certain way, or I guess make myself look a certain way in each video that started taking away from what I thought was the most important part, which was what I was trying to say. I was struggling to be raw and authentic while still being relevant to what's trending and popular. It was also really hard for me to try to figure out a niche, which is a concept that I personally dislike, but hey, that's a me issue. I'm just not really a fan of trying to constrict all of your creativity into one specific box or theme. I have a pretty unique way of perceiving the world, and I actually came into awareness of that this past year while I was talking to my last boyfriend's dad, who's a completely different demographic than me. Anyways, we got to talking about how interesting it is that our taste in music could be so similar despite nearly everything else about us being different. And in that conversation, we were able to find common ground in realizing that neither one of us expected to live past the age of 18. Now, in my case, people may consider that to be an irrational fear given my suburban upbringing, but that doesn't change the fact that the feeling for me was very much real. And not only was the feeling real, but it had an extremely real effect on the way I acted out in my high school years. You know that one Nickelback song that's like, if today was your last day, tomorrow was too late. I was actually living my life like that song for a solid few years as if any day was seriously just about to be my last chance at life. I involved myself in more activities than most people do in 70 or 80 years of living. It it was ridiculous. You want to know what's so wild about that entire thing? Any day really could be my last day still. But once I got into my 20s after thinking that I wasn't going to make it to 18, I started to feel invincible, which was a slippery slope. When you feel invincible in your early 20s, it's it's definitely, definitely a losing battle that you're fighting, right? I say that to say that there was a shift in my mindset where I had sort of outlived my fear of dying as a kid. And I quickly realized that I was beginning to arrive at the front door of adulthood 
with absolutely no fucking plan and not a mere idea of what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I'm doing air quotes right now, for the rest of my life. And I almost let that become a new fear in itself. I seriously think that if life hadn't panned out the way it did for me these past three years of being in my 20s, I would have let a whole new toxic fear control a brand new segment of my life that I was just gifted in my head. Shout out to pattern recognition for really kicking in there to save the day though, seriously. I really, really hate to admit this, but the pandemic seriously helped me slow down for a second and kind of evaluate everything that was going on in my life at that point and everything that had already happened. Um, I was 20 when, when stuff started closing down and it's funny because at first I was like, oh, this is it. This is why I thought I wasn't going to live past 18. The world is ending, right? And I think a lot of people were extremely filled with fear of the unknown at that time in a number of different ways. Whether it was the virus you thought was going to kill you or the government or the aliens. There was just so much information being spoon-fed to us on a consistent daily basis that people forgot how to form their own thoughts. And I think that's when we really started to divide ourselves too, you know, into a bunch of different groups or labels, if you will politics went crazy and then it was if you're vaxxed or unvaxxed and then it was whose whose side are you on with celebrity drama it was it was just oh it just seemed like a never-ending plethora of irrelevant information on every level that I had to pull myself away from completely I'm seriously just now coming out of a space where I felt like everything around me was just consuming me day in and day out and when I say everything I literally mean everything everything. I had this super irrational fear that like everyone around me and everything was my enemy at one point over the last couple years, which led me to think that I wasn't safe to talk about how I was feeling. Like I, I seriously thought the earth would like open up and swallow me whole if I started talking about how I felt to people. So the only way I could think to get a clean slate was by literally detaching from everything and everyone that I knew. My circle had already been shriveled up into a little pack of three. <laughs> it was my best friend, my boyfriend, and I at the time. I walked away from both of those relationships, really without any warning or reason from their perspective. Um, but from my perspective, it was like do or die in my own head. It's so weird. It, it was so weird and uncomfortable for me to walk away from a everything and those relationships really were everything to me at the time because it was the first time in my life where I had chosen to put my own feelings before everything else and unfortunately for the other parties that did mean I had zero regard for their feelings at the time which looking back does seem a little bit cruel and unfair it was absolutely a learning experience and I'd like to think that if I were to have to walk away from another relationship in my life today, I'd be able to formulate my delivery in a way more appropriate manner and hopefully less harmful as well. At the same time, I'm, I'm definitely proud of that version of me for being able to pull herself out of the fire and uh, get me to the version that's talking to you here today. I'm a very, very firm believer that there are no accidents and everything happens for a reason, whether we're able to recognize it immediately or not. And I also believe it's extremely important when you're healing yourself to forgive past versions of you that were in that fight or flight survival mode for doing what they had to do to keep it moving, you know? Like, what could you possibly mad at? They made it. You're here today. 
How can you really say anything except for thank you? Nobody really tells you what it's like to come out of fight or flight mode. It's It seriously feels like the world stops. Um, it's the weirdest fucking feeling ever and it's it's quick and it's all of a sudden and if you were a busy person like me or maybe just someone who kept their minds extremely occupied so that you didn't have to deal with your suppressed emotions, you go from being wrapped up in the daily grind of life to just feeling absolutely stuck and still. Yeah, that, that, was, that was my personal experience at least. I went from, you know, being a four-sport athlete and the ASB president to a college athlete who also worked a full-time job in a state with no labor laws and still managed to be in the party scene and averaging like two hours of sleep a night if I slept at all because I didn't want to miss anything but I had workouts and homework and class and shifts at Chick-fil-A. I went from doing all of that to literally not being able to maintain one activity. Like I couldn't, I seriously couldn't even get myself to work a remote job that only required me to leave the house once or twice a month. I seriously, seriously struggled to do that. And that was sort of the precursor for detaching from the two relationships that I mentioned uh, previously. I think a lot of other people over these past few years really started to wake up to what was going on in their own personal lives and in the world. I definitely don't think that I was alone in that journey or am alone. This journey is, this journey just keeps on journeying, my friends. I truly started to look at everything I was doing and be like, why? Why am I doing this? What is this doing for me? And I started to see everything as transactions instead of scenarios. It got real, real computery in my brain for a little while, I'm not gonna lie. I guess analytical would be a more appropriate word, but um, you get the point. Because of how deeply I was analyzing everything, I basically paralyzed myself from being able to move forward. I didn't know how to apply the new way of thinking that I had stumbled upon, but I definitely did know that I did not want to go back to the way I used to think before. And to be honest, I'm not really sure that was even an option. It was like my brain got a software update or something and I couldn't uninstall it. And it was extremely difficult to navigate through that time period because everyone else around me seemed like they hadn't gotten the update yet. I don't really know how else to describe the feeling of that or if there are better words for it. Forgive me if you're terrified of being compared to a computer, but get over it, I guess. <laughs> I had to recalibrate my entire system or state of being, which for me meant I had to put everything on pause in my life. And in my mind, it was the most important thing I could possibly be doing. However, in the mind of, let's say my parents, <laughs> they're like, hey, McDonald's is hiring for $18 an hour. Like, what do you do in a day? You know, what are you, what are you doing in your room? Like, what'd you do today? And I didn't really know how to tell them that I was never gonna step foot in a McDonald's ever again after having grown up on it, you know what I mean? They already thought I was losing it back when the pandemic started and I was trying to tell them the world was ending. I'm very much a tinfoil hat type of person in my parents' eyes, still probably to this day. I say all of that to tell you this. If you make a choice to do what's best for you, don't let fucking anything, I mean anything, nothing, stand in the way of you and your goal. I don't care if it's your parents, I don't care if it's your siblings, 
Only you can decide what's best for you. And you can't expect everyone else to understand it either. You just have to make the choice to send it and fucking stick with it. And trust me, I know how scary and lonely and sad the journey may seem, but if it's what you decide to do, how can you really lose? How can you really lose? Is detaching from anything really a loss if it's standing between you and your end goal? No, do what you have to do, period. I know it sounds cutthroat because it is. If it was easy, everybody would do it. And if everybody was doing it, let's be honest, people like you and I wouldn't be interested in doing it, right? That's why we listen to stuff called alternative realities. Like, come on now. But on that note, thank you for giving my very, very, very first podcast episode ever a listen. And please, please let me hear from you. I wanna hear from you. I wanna connect. I wanna find, I wanna find my people, you know? I'd love to hear your thoughts or if you think anything I said was relatable. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok at randomegtheduck, R-A-N-D-O-M-E-G, the duck, T-H-E-D-U-C-K. And uh, that's all I got for you today. I love you guys and I'll catch you on the next episode.